everybody! I'm Aludra, I hear I'm awesome, and Ben is building a box city of doom. I am really afraid looking behind him, and I, I just, I have to ask Ben. Ben, you've really got me off my game here. What's going on with the box city of doom? Well, um, you know, the thing is, is everybody wants to be the hero of their own story. Well, right? I want to be the superhero of my own story, and I need a city okay. to be able to save. So therefore, it is the beginning of Box City. Oh. Okay. Oh, actually, okay. It, it looked a little. It just looked a little precarious, and that added the foreboding to it. But if it's just Box Tropolis, then I'm totally on board with Box no, it's, Tropolis. It, it's a uh, Box Them. Box Them. Box Them mm. City. Box Them. Yeah. No, actually, I wouldn't want to be Batman. He's really broody. Anyways. No, he is really broody. What is actually happening is that uh, we are in the process of packing up uh, everything and moving. Now, I am assuming you're not including me in this because I'm too far away to move with you, Ben. No, no, not right now. Eventually, though, you know, once once uh, one of us is the the multi gajillionaire and we're able to, mm -hmm. uh, you know, have our own little hobbit town. Um, I'd love that. I would love I'll live in a hobbit hole. Oh, that'd be great. And the thing as is, long as it has great Wi-Fi, I'm there. Oh, yeah, exactly. And the thing is, too, it's because it's underground, it's really well insulated. So it's nice and mm -hmm. cool. Um, don't have to worry about that and stuff. And, you know, as long as it's sealed to the elements, no bugs. So I'm happy yeah. about that. Yeah, no, yeah. it'd be great. Absolutely yeah. great. Um, but no, uh, by we, I do mean Nevermore and myself. Uh, we are packing everything up. And uh, in fact, I get keys to the new place tomorrow. But we're not. Oh, that is that's such an exciting day. Oh, I I'm, can't I'm wait. like so excited for you, Ben. I cannot wait. But we're actually um, completely moving in about another week just because yeah. it's one of those things where, you know, you try to find a place that has an open apartment in, uh, you know, around the time where your your current lease is up. Well, this one was, hey, this apartment is great at the very beginning of October is when it's opened. We can hold it for two weeks. And our old lease isn't up until November. So it's like, well, we're going to have some overlap here. That's perfectly fine, though, because it gives us plenty of time to move and yeah. and all that stuff. So mm -hmm. this is like 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 even though there's a lot to do, this is the least stressed I've been about moving ever. I hate the hurry up and wait game. You know? Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, we started packing up a little while ago and. Um, mm -hmm. you know, like I said, we still got like a week and a half or so before we're even going to be completely moving. So we we got a good head start and, uh, I'm, I'm really happy with the results so far. I've got some time off coming up so I can spend a whole bunch of time just focusing and yeah, mm -hmm. it's going to be great. Yeah. So you go around box them, um, stomping and pretending to be, um, um, Godzilla. No, I would never do that. Ah. I go around box them stomping and pretending to be Boxzilla. Boxzilla. Yes, you gotta, mm. you know, you gotta stick with. The you gotta theme. keep the theme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, just a beat behind you on that one. Yeah. No, I, 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 I totally am following you now. Okay. okay, that's my water kitty. Don't, don't stick your face in it. Box them home to ravenous, water-thirsty cats of doom. <laughs> exactly. Who are also uh, batting around the, the hair tie that I had on my desk. I don't think this cat hanging Box out on them. my desk while I record is going to be a good thing in time. Home of feral cats roaming, taking up in, uh, um kitty arms and taking down the, the uh, hair tie scourge that has been just destroying our nation. 
Okay, hop off the desk without hitting the microphone arm. Come on. Oh, you're not going to. Okay. Anyways, mm. I'm not going to devolve this entire show into me talking to a cat. It might happen once or twice because this whole hanging out on my almost virtually empty desk is a new thing. Yeah, you know it's serious about moving when the desk is packed up. Yeah. Like... But- yeah, it's yeah. so much, everything's so much packed up that I actually move my PS5 to my desk to attach to my computer monitor so that when I do have a little bit of free time, I can still play so that I don't have to worry about, you know, using the, the, the couch that has stuff on it and, and you know, is, is a major TV packing area. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that's one of the things is, is like, yeah, I could have the movers move the electronics, but no, I no. do that because uh-huh. one, if anything breaks... It's on me. Then it's on you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I feel the same way, man. Mm -hmm. Especially about my electronics. That's that's your stuff. Exactly. Like Like even Yeah, you've got your stuff in the house, but that's your stuff. Yeah. (laughs) And, And like even if, you know, I were to pay like extra insurance and stuff like that, still I I can't nobody's gonna it's not as important to anybody else as important it is to you exactly like you just have to with certain items you have to be the one to do it then if you drop your monitor it's like oh yeah it's like all those lego sets guess who's going to be moving all those lego sets yeah this guy some some rando some rando drops your model your your monitor you're out for blood yep so exactly exactly so yeah nothing wrong with that but no, uh, no. yeah, I'm I'm excited. Um, getting the keys to see the new place. The yeah. the only downside is that it's third floor, but at the same time, I'm fat, so I can use the exercise. Well, I I just actually it's funny because while we were on our little hiatus, I had helped somebody move too. Oh, minion two moved out of my house. I know. I was hoping you wouldn't bring and that has up. His, and has his own apartment with his own roommate. And his own keys and his own lease, and it is an hour away. Oh man, I didn't know it was that far. It's actually a little further than that, if you want to know the truth. Uh, yeah, I just like to pretend it's only an hour away. It it's, it is totally only an yeah. hour away. Everything in in Southern California is only an hour away. Yeah, yeah. So I mean. Oh my god, that was really stressful. So I, I I know what you're going through to some extent, even though I was not the one moving. Yeah, but at the same time, I helped somebody else move into their place. But but I walked like a so part much that of day. You is moving. Yeah, part of me moved. That's <laughs> gosh, that's so insane because he's uh-huh. like only ten. <laughs> well, he's not only ten. <laughs> okay, he's like eleven. <laughs> He's going to be 20 this year. See, I'm close. I'm I'm rounding. Yeah, Yeah, you're just rounding. Yeah, no, we're good. It's uncanny. We're good. We're good. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Oh, man. Yeah. But, you know, I will say, though, good job on him, you know, getting the place mm -hmm. and, you know, moving out and, you know, growing up. Because, I mean, he's a good guy. Like, you've you've done good. Thank you. You know, it's hard to tell, honestly, when you're you're the one parenting. It's it's really, you know. Well, you know, it's at, so difficult as a total uh, not someone who lives with you all the time and has watched you and seen every single thing you've done. Uh, you did a good job. <laughs> He's a good kid. Yeah. Well, that's all you can do. And so, yeah. So now Minion 2 is out on the world wreaking havoc. 
on his own. That's so weird. Not not that not that good standardized havoc I had him on. No, no, no. <laughs> These are his own unique flavors of havoc. Oh my. I know, I know. So Yeah, I just Yeah, I don't know. I mm-hmm. just it's so hard time. Yeah. Man. Like that's all I can it, say, really. <laughs> time, man. Yeah, you know, when it comes to kids, it's all you really can say. It's just just time, man. Yeah. It's you don't think it's moving as fast as it's moving. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they're moving out. And you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. In a pandemic? <laughs> I mean <laughs> in this economy, in a pandemic? Yeah, but yeah. uh it's been a lot hectic, and now we just have this empty room that is still labeled in our mind as the minions room, even though there are no minions to have it. Well, yeah, I know. Everybody's like, "Oh, you should put your art stuff in there, and you should do something." And I, and I'm encouraging to use the space too, or Raxus to use the space too. There you go, name drop. You'll forget it. Um, oh, I'll delete but, it. <laughs> but it, it's just a matter of it's still not like communal space. You know what I mean? It, it's just. Yeah. It's difficult. Yeah. And I mean, the, look, the best thing that I can think of to use it for is turning into a giant ball pit. That's the best. I. Oh, got. yeah. Yeah, I was thinking about putting my scrapbooking stuff in there, but a ball pit. Now there we go. You might want to have just a, like a a wall to wall partition uh, in front mm-hmm. of the door, so that when you open the door, they don't just come falling out. Yeah. Plus, no, the, I this know way what... you'll get a good like two three feet depth of balls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can just order them from Amazon. They'll. You can oh, order yeah. literally. I mean, being an adult is so weird because it's like. <laughs> he ordered, before he left he ordered 500 rubber ducks that is amazing i love it full size though they're these little ones and what he wants to do is he wants to make a kind of what are they called a garland of rubber ducks <laughs> that's awesome and he just wants to own a garland of rubber ducks and i'm like if i find any of these ducks in my house after you go get I am not playing the, I'm going to hide 500 miniature rubber ducks around the apartment. Because there's still like four inches. You know, he probably uh, hid like five. Dishonor on you? Dishonor on your cow? Actually, no. <laughs> you know what would be great? Hide hmm. two. Just enough to get me riled up exactly. about the rubber ducks? Oh, man. That's what I would do. I would hide two. Uh, and that's you know, why you don't live with me, Ben. Exactly. Um, you know, it, so, okay, fun fun little story here, too, on my end. Um, <laughs> so, you know what a blind box, uh, like, mm-hmm. thing, you know, there, there's plenty yeah. of different blind box toys and everything. So, yeah. there, there's the set. I don't know who makes it. No idea. I'll just say it's probably Funko because they make everything these days. Yeah. Um, but they made this really cool, uh, like, Harry Potter set. And for a while, Nevermore was, you know, trying to go and, and kind of get all the different characters from it because yeah, they're really neat. That's, like, they're good looking. Yeah, um, I, I and, got some pony sets for a while from Hasbro. Yeah. Blind box ponies. Me and a friend op- opened up an entire, like, a full box of them. Yeah. And it was it was just fun to do. Well, <laughs> so anyways, the set is like the character and their pet. So it'd have like Dumbledore and Fox. 
or oh my god um, that's so hot like like ron and scabbers even though he's Mm -hmm. a grown man instead of a rat but anyways yeah yeah we're we're ignoring the we're ignoring that ignoring the creepy bits (laughs) anyway Mm -hmm. like you know hermione and crookshanks and you know yada yada um so as as she was going through and collecting she got some doubles as you do and um one of them happens to be of you know voldemort you know, just a little blind box. Yeah. And look, look how adorable he is. It's, he is. He's it's like, pretty. I did notice him as the one thing on your desk when you showed me earlier. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Forever ago. I don't know when this started, but forever ago, uh, my sister asked me when she was on vacation to, you know, go and stop in, take care of the cat, you know, feed it and everything. And so I went ahead and I, I told her, hey, had a great time. Mo's doing great. Um, we had a lot of fun battling dark wizards in the apartment. And then I hid a little Voldemort in her apartment. And then notice he doesn't have a pet, though. No. Well, he, he has Nagini. Um, yeah. But, you know, we don't have the Nagini thing. I just, you know, just just Voldemort. Yeah. So I left it there. I think I, I put it in her medicine cabinet so that when she opened it, you know, she would see it. And ha ha joke, dark Voldemort. wizards, all that stuff. Uh-huh. That's turned into a whenever we're watching each other's place, we usually stick Voldemort somewhere and just hide it somewhere. And it has been a ton of fun doing that. Yeah. Now, I had the best hiding spot. Um, one year for either Christmas or her birthday, I got her a Lego um, uh, palace from in- England, the Buckingham Palace. Oh, cute. So I hid him behind it because, you know, he's the real power behind the, you oh, know, the British yeah, ruler yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And I kept checking back and he was there for a very long time. And I was so proud of it because it was like the best spot. And then she moved. So, of course, she found him. And then at one point after the last time that Nevermore and I we took a trip, I found him again. Mm-hmm. So it's like, OK, after we move. You know, once the world's safe and she actually goes on trips again, yes. it's my turn. And I uh-huh. must hide him. You must hide him yeah, well. we have fun. My mom thinks There's we're crazy for doing that. There's a precedent that is set. It was good. He was there for yeah. almost a year. Jeez. Yeah, it was really good. Really good spot. And and you know what's really funny is during that time she's probably looking for him like in other places. <laughs> exactly. Because that's the game. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. It all started because um, one year for my birthday, she got me. <laughs> Mind you, my birthday is in April. So mm-hmm. we had gone to visit my parents. We were in San Diego uh, when they used to live there. Yeah. And they came home from. Um, gosh, I forget what the place is called. But anyways, basically, uh, you know, some sort of like crafting thing or whatever. They picked up this parents thing. Yeah. yeah. They they picked up this calendar that was extraordinary chickens, <laughs> so it was a twelve month calendar with like all these exotic chickens on it, like you know actual photography, like wow. real chickens, like the ones that yeah. are like like super floofy and stuff. And yeah, so I'm just like, this is the weirdest thing ever. I use the calendar because it's a calendar and I needed one. Yeah, yeah. When you need a calendar, you don't care what's on it. Yeah, but so then yeah, calendars yeah. get really niche and really oh, much so. weird. So yeah, especially the corgi calendar I have now, total niche. Anyways, yeah. Um. So after I was done with the calendar, it just happened to coincide that we were living together in in an apartment here in Phoenix. And so what I did is I just cut up the calendar and then I just hid 
all these chicken pictures all over her room. <laughs> it was great. It was so great. And then she just all of a sudden I just I, I you know just be sitting in the living room doing something like playing gamer, and then all of a sudden you're GD at Ben. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> like what? So um, she finally eventually found the final one when 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 we were moving to different apartments. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, man. It would, Yeah. It, just stupid things like this. It, it, my, my family's a little weird. Like, yeah, my mom. No, um, no, no. Your family sounds fun. Oh, yeah, we, yeah. I like your sister. She's she's a real good egg. And I'm like, yay, she's cool. <laughs> yeah, I think it all started because um, when we were in high school, my mom would always have like a, a, a Tigger cup that she would drink out of because she loves Tigger. Mm-hmm. So we would just start hiding her cup from her, like just sticking it in the freezer or in the microwave or just, you know, somewhere around the house where she couldn't find mm-hmm. it. She's like, where's my cup? And, you know, we made her think she was losing her mind, but it's just us hiding it all the time. So. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. So so there's there's a deep family precedent for this sort of shenanigan. Exactly. Which Aww, is why only time my son had to be was the power behind the throne, much like your Voldemort. <laughs> and that's why I think hiding two little ducks in your house is the best way to go. Yeah. Yeah. No. There's 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 some Ben lore behind that. I I, I, see, it. I see it. I see what you're doing. It, it, and it, I gotta say, I'm keeping Minion away from you because he don't need those shenanigan is ideas. Is his phone number still the same? Yes, it is. Okay. Why did I say that? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That's all I, need I to forgot know. you had his phone number. Yeah, we didn't take him off the plan or anything. All right. Good to know. We didn't even take Minion 1 off the plan when he moved out. <laughs> hey, Siri, remind me to text no. Minion 2 tomorrow. Oh, help us all. Okay, oh, man. Add it. Thank you. Don't mention it. Please. To always say thank you to your electronic assistant so that they remember when the robot uprising happens. Yep. I agree. Anyways, we've been going on uh, about a lot of fun stuff. About moving and siblings <laughs> and kids and yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, besides all the, the crazy, random, wacko stuff that's been going on, uh, what have you been up to? What have you been doing? I mean, well, I, I know the- that, that since the last time we recorded, you've gotten a tiny bit older and you celebrated well, a birthday. That's true of any time we record, Ben. But yes, this the, I, I happen to pass a milestone. That's right. I had a birthday. Yes, the Earth revolved around the sun a complete time for you. Yes, it did, and it was really nice. And now I am 16 days older than my husband. He likes to point out that we are functionally the same age, but during this two weeks, we are not. (laughs) We are not. You guys, he was born exactly 16 days after me. Uh, I won that race, and I've been winning every race since. Look, I'm just glad that you caught up to me finally. Yeah, right? Yeah, and then he's going to catch up again. Yeah. So that's a plus. Yeah, it is. And it's going to be nice. And then next year is a fun number birthday, which I'm excited about. Yeah. I've been looking forward to this birthday for years. Yeah, right? (laughs) Right? He's like all about the Beatles song when he's 64, but I'm like, nope, 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 nope. Exactly. 
There are certain fun numbers for me, just like they're, I, I don't go in for the Beatles thing. Not my, not my jam. Yeah. You know, it's funny because it's like, I, I'm like, I'm not a big fan of the Beatles, but then there's a lot of Beatles songs that I really like. So I don't know if I'm a fan of the Beatles. You're, you're just not a diehard fan. Yeah, there we go. That works. You're like a casual fan. Not that, you know, we need gatekeeping on fandoms or anything, but... Yeah, that's true. If you had to label yourself, it'd probably be more as a casual fan. You like their stuff in passing, but you don't have to know the name of every single song ever. Yeah. Um, That being said, I would highly recommend checking out the movie Yesterday. Uh, is that the one where there are no Beatles? Yep, where the Beatles song? never existed, yeah, just okay. randomly. I don't like the Beatles at all, but I want to see that movie. No, you should. It's really good. And, and it does actually yeah. make you appreciate some of the music, too. Mm. <coughs> Excuse me. But yeah, it's, I appreciate it's what the Beatles movie. have done. But it's like it's one of those things where uh, once upon a time, I had a friend who was just way too into it. Oh, yeah. And, you know, somebody like that can really kill a subject for you. Oh, yeah. And this subject was killed for me, whereas I might have just been like, yeah, they're fine. It's like, no, I don't like the Beatles. Please. I want nothing to do with them. Yeah, There was a, a kid in junior high who's in my class who was just super into the Beatles. And I'm like, OK, go. Yeah, you do. Like, you like I'm happy for you, but OK. And like, you know, you do you. But I mean, it was just like it was it was the center of their personality. Yeah. And it's just like, OK, that's a little much for me. And then it just never stopped. Yeah. This is the same kid who uh, our senior year in high school, um, when the seniors get to direct a one act play, uh, mm-hmm. wanted to do a full three act play for his one act play. That's not how that works. Now, is not how it works. You can't do a three-act play for a one-act yeah. play. It's in the name! Exactly. Exactly. And I'm not sitting through that! Oh, my play was great, too. I had to do no blocking whatsoever. There was no set design. Nothing. It was great. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, the only problem is that the actors had to be in a human pyramid the whole time. But besides that... That's the problem! <laughs> yeah. The very first time we got through the entire play with them in the pyramid was opening night. Oh, that's brilliant. It was nerve wracking. And then then the second time they did it, closing night. (laughs) They only did it twice. So that's awesome. That's awesome, though. They they did it twice. Yeah. I'd be bragging about that to this day. You know, why do you think I brought it up? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so what have you been up to? I'm sorry. This is like like sidetrack so much. This is sidetracking the podcast. Anybody, uh, hello, new listeners, if you don't understand, this is sidetracking the podcast. Yeah. Where we just We have fun. Talk. Yeah. So everybody knows what they're in for now. And in mm-hmm. case they didn't, I just got them up to speed. So don't Perfect. apologize every 15 seconds. Bed. So. Sorry. Anyways. So I had a birthday and it was, it was pretty good. You know, it's still pandemic. So I'm not doing things, which is kind of bummer. But what can you do? Uh, this weekend we Sorry. actually four. Uh, every fifteen seconds, I'm. Ben, I'm a, <laughs> I'm gonna reach through this monitor and throttle you, and you know I've been working on that skill. I know I couldn't resist. You. <laughs> and I'm then sorry. I'm just like, it's fine, whatever. <laughs> and I was okay. like, wait, 
I'm done now. I'm done. Yes, you better be done now, Ben. <laughs> Childish. So, I had a pretty low-key day. I got a big stack of books and a couple of Steam games. Awesome. Um, Minion 2 uh, actually came down for my birthday, even Aww. though he's just been installed in college. He, he came down for my birthday, and he bought me a puppy. Aww. But not a real puppy. Not a real puppy, because I can't have a real puppy, because, you know... They yeah. cost money. So he bought me Nintendogs. Oh, wow. So now I have a Corgi puppy. <gasps> the, His name the... is Sir Toblerone McSnugglebottoms. <laughs> I, I haven't decided quite if, he, if he's a sir or a lord. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, you have to work your way up. Yeah, yeah. And he's a cute little Corgi puppy. And today he just had to splash in all the puddles. And I was like, no. Oh, fine. You're a puppy. What can I do? <laughs> Honestly, what can I do? You're a puppy. Um, he he does not like to the trick play dead at all. Does not him. like to play dead. He barely wants to lie down. That's so cute. But he's my little corgi puppy and I love him. And the last time I didn't notice till after I had started the game and have him like a few days old. The last time my DS died, it died fully. The date and time reset to 2011. It what? is January like 14th, 2000 odd. Oh, and it's, it's nowhere near 2021. And I'm just like, oh, and if I fix it, you will then kill the puppy. I will, yeah, my puppy will have run away because he was neglected for so long. Oh, this is a predicament. Mm-hmm. So. I love Toby. He's my puppy. And I think my neighbors really think I have a puppy because you do train a Nintendog. You do. <laughs> you know, I taught him to sit and I taught him to uh, play dead, even though he doesn't. He, his favorite trick is spin. He loves to spin around in circles. Oh, I yeah, say play sense. dead. He'll spin around in a circle. This is totally my dog. He's got he's got a Ludra energy, okay? Mm -hmm. And I've always wanted a puppy named Toblerone. <laughs> uh, a corgi puppy specifically. Makes sense. So So I'm I'm like yelling, "No, no, Toby, no. Don't no, that's garbage. No." <laughs> and sit and stay and all that and I'm I'm pretty sure my neighbors think I actually have a puppy. Oh, probably. And I'm going to I'm going to get like a call from my landlord going, "Okay, um Where's we need dog? to talk cuz we need to, you know, you need to pay a pet deposit and blah blah blah." I'm going to be like, "This is my puppy and I'm going to have to hold up the game." Look, Toby, and he comes running to the screen and everything. <laughs> he does, and he'll, he'll put his little front paws on it and lick the screen Aww. like he's trying to get at your face. He's so cute. I love him so much. And Ben, if I can't have a real puppy, then at least I have Toby. I and I take him for walks this. twice a day. Yeah, you will want to get the Labradoodle one if you want to start with a Corgi. Okay. So. Nintendo dogs and cats. So here's what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. I I don't know. I mean, first of all, understand that I get your love for Toby. Yes. The OCD in me needs to have that date right. So. If you could somehow find a new home for Toby, change the oh. date. Hold on, hold on, hold on. 
<gasps> hold on, change the date, and then get Toby's successor. How much more proper and lordly would a Lord Tolverone the second be? No, Ben. First off, he's probably already the third. Okay, because I haven't picked his number yet, but I oh, know okay. that a McSnuggle Bottoms needs needs a number after it. Okay, but not Junior because ew. Mm, no. Second, I'm not getting rid of Toby just to fix a date. <laughs> okay, not a problem. Just something I, I was tried tossing to out. check into the pet hotel and then leave him there for ten years. But it was like, if you do this, you will have no pets at your home. And I was like, that's the point. <laughs> that sounds amazing, though. I I honestly I will really reset might have to look it into eventually. This. I will reset it eventually, probably after I'm I, I'm bored with Toby and I've trained him all the things. Yeah. And, you know, then sense. I will get Toby's successor and fix the date and everything. But until then, it's just it's just 2011 in my Pikachu DS, and we're just going to have to be okay with that yeah, for a little while. There's nothing wrong with that. Honestly, I go from game to game in there, and I barely see the date. Yeah. So No, I get it. I really do. I mean, it's not like you're playing I Animal noticed, Crossing. Even if I was, you can fix the clock in Animal Crossing independently. Oh, you can? Yes. Oh, well, hey, there you go. DS. Well, not the one on the Switch, but the one on the DS yeah. I can. Because I used to do it all the time. Oh, okay. Oh, and and I've got some more Animal Crossing Amiibo cards Ooh, for that. Fantastic. Yeah. Are they the Series 5 and 6 cards? Uh, This is actually the... Um, oh, no, wait. The, 5 and 6 um, isn't until November when the... Sanro. Yeah, this is the Sanro collection. Oh, and it, it's great because if you buy one package of the Sanro Amiibo cards, you have them all. You don't need to buy more packages. Oh, that's good. So I made very clear to make sure Thraxus knew not to buy me anymore because then I'd end up with five sets of these and none of the Amiibos later. And I'm like, gotcha. no, there's going to be a new set. But for this, mm -hmm. because he like bought me Happy Home Designer knowing that he was going to buy me all the cards that he could get, and he did, but then they stopped making them. And he yeah. was really upset because this was supposed to be a gift that kept on giving sort of gift. Yeah. No, I and know And they this. stopped making the cards. And he was like, no. <laughs> they took away my gift. <laughs> yeah. That's, again, little Harry Potter blind box figures. Mm -hmm. I get it. <laughs> yeah. So I know you've been packing and moving, Ben, but mm -hmm. I don't want to monopolize the entire podcast. Just talk about, I mean, I could talk about me stuff all night. I could, but that's not very fun for everybody. So, Ben, what about you? Have you managed to carve out any time for anything fun and not movery? Yes. And Yay. oh, my gosh. OK, so I'm a fan of, you know, Nintendo properties like, say, Mario, Zelda, or Metroid. <laughs> um, I, good golly, I picked up Metroid Dread and I had a blast with it. It was one of those things where Have it's like. Have you beaten it? Yes, I did. I beat it. Oh, dang. I didn't think you beat it. Wow. Yeah. In fact, I just pulled it up on Twitter. I tweeted out my clear time, which was 16 hour, or sorry, 13 hours, 16 minutes and eight seconds. Wow, Ben, that's really good. Yeah, and that's with 100% item completion, too. Oh, that was my next question, because nobody else, like, I had to teach 
Thrax, how to get... No, you need to stop. Turn around. Check the way you came. Yeah, five <laughs> miles back, there was a branch you didn't take. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's like, it, I don't got to take that. I'm like, you got to take To find that. that stuff, it mm-hmm. was very much... Um, because, okay, so let me go over my whole spiel about the game. Yeah, okay, sorry. First of all, very much enjoyed it. Um, there are bits where I got insanely frustrated, almost to the point of throw a controller frustrated. Oh, um, wow. But the thing is, is that it's like they're challenging bits and a lot of it is pattern recognition and mm-hmm. just play control. And the thing mm-hmm. is, is, the controls are super tight. Um, now, I've, I talked to John a little bit about it, and he said, like, because he's got the, the Switch Go or whatever the the, the only mobile one is. Mm-hmm. Like, I couldn't play it on that. I, yes, I'm, I'm using a Pro Control. Yeah, the the, yeah. the Switch Lite. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, I've been using a Pro Controller so because I have big big hands that, you know, yeah. need bigger controllers than just the switch so like for games like animal cross and stuff it's perfectly fine even yeah, mario is yeah. perfectly fine but for like very precise turns and jumps and, and stuff like that like i need the pro controller yeah. and um you know as i'm going through some of these like really difficult boss challenges and stuff like i'm getting frustrated and you know dying just over like i've seen that game over screen so many times in this game but the thing is is that each time I learned something and I was getting better at it. And the That's thing a- is, it's yeah, I could see the the improvements. Except, yeah, you see, you can deal with a game that's really hard as long as you, exactly. you feel like you're getting better. And like, it, or as soon as I I would like screw something up, I knew it was, I screwed up. I'm like, okay, it's not mm-hmm. going to happen this time. You know, you just resolve to okay, I'm just going to die, or let's see how far I can get and see if I can push mm-hmm. it to the next stage to learn something yeah. new. I know I'm not going to win this time. So, like, that, as frustrating as it is, and as much as I really prefer, like, easier content in games so that, you know, I can go through and enjoy and relax and stuff, Mm -hmm. I I appreciated the challenge on this, which um, some of those times when I was super frustrated, I didn't think I would. But, I mean, it got to the point where I, I turned out to be pretty good. And your power level as you go through is on a pretty good, like, incline to the challenges that you're facing although i still think that you get hit for way more damage than you should throughout most of the game but that's just a personal <laughs> thing yeah like, like yeah. i don't even want to try hard mode <laughs> just because i'm like oh grown um but that being said the game uh compared to like previous metroid games it it is very much there's a linear path on how you're going through this like you know, original Metroid, and and I would even yeah. say to maybe a slight lesser extent, Super Metroid, they they let you kind of just go everywhere as best as you can. Yeah. Um, by the time uh, Metroid Fusion happened, you did have more of a path, and they told you essentially, like, kind of this is where you're going. In Metroid Dread, it's more of a you're going through. Obviously, you're running into things of oh, I can't go here yet because one, I don't have the morph ball yet, or something along yeah. those lines. Um, or you keep going until like down a certain path until you get to like, Oh, here's an elevator to another area. I guess I go here now. And it, it kind of has you going just all over to all these different worlds or areas mm-hmm. or whatever and stuff. And again, it, it does a good job kind of leading the way, except I had a feeling where I, I, I didn't have on any other Metroid game, which was 
I'm missing out on the stuff that I've missed already. Cause you run into like, again, I need the morph ball. You don't get, you don't get that until like way later in the game, which is so That's, weird. Yeah. Yeah. But by the time you get it, I'm like, Oh, I want to go back over here to do this, but something else is blocking the way. So you can't. And then by the time it got to the point where I could kind of mostly freely explore, explore, I was essentially invincible. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. to, to normal things and stuff. Yeah. But that's when it was like, okay, look at the map. See, is there like one little tiny pixel where like there's an indentation where I can go? Is this a missile block? Is this like a power bomb block or something that I wasn't able to get through before? And, mm-hmm. you know, going through and finding all that stuff was very rewarding to me because, um, you know, like, for the most part, I'm not a huge completionist, but for this one, it was because it's more exploration and finding stuff. And I really enjoyed that. Um, Mm -hmm. that being said, there are some freaking insane things you need to do to get all of the items like, and they generally have to do with the speed boost that you eventually get. Um, there's a term for it, like spark shine or something like that. I don't know. I, I I don't know what the kids say these days, Um, but it's where like you, you get to the point where you're super fast and then you like push down on the controller so that you stop and save all that energy. And then you have to navigate to a different spot way over here and then release that energy. But you only have like five seconds to do it from when you stopped. And it's like crazy stuff that you have to figure out. And I am very happy that I was actually able to, to go through and figure out the that way to do that and so all the stuff. Difficult. That sounds it, so hard. Some of them were like I there are times where to get one item, I spent probably a good 45 minutes to an hour trying to get this like timing and everything oh, perfect wow. for it. Like oh, I have wow. I think like four or five videos saved on my Switch that are just like trimmed down to the point where it's like, oh look, this is how you do it. It's really cool. As opposed to the you know, 45 minutes beforehand tries, of trying yeah. beforehand. <laughs> yeah. And again, that's also one of those things where you go through, you do it. And then if you mess up this, this one tiny thing, you know, mm-hmm. okay, go back, start over. And like, again, I got super proud of myself when I got those and stuff. And yeah, overall, like the challenge and everything was really great. It was kind of what I needed at the time. And, yeah. um, yeah, it, I, I just had a ton of fun with it. And the story is pretty cool. Um, that final boss fight is kind of amazing. Again, took a while to, to kind of get through and figure out all the phases and stuff. But it, it was overall super fun. Like, if you've liked any of the other 2D Metroids, definitely recommend playing it. It is great. The graphics are fun. The play control, like I said, is super tight. And uh, yeah, I just I really enjoyed it. That's really good to hear. Thrax got it. Um, Yay! We did a massive trade-in haul, basically. Good call. You know. And some of these games... Okay, like Resident Evil... The new Resident Evil game that came out... Yeah. He actually had to sell it. He was playing it too much. Like, he had beaten it so much. Mm -hmm. Like, he could sit down and he could beat the whole thing in a couple of hours. And he was just unlocking, like... I want to unlock this turbo gun. Yeah, like unlimited ammo for this thing. Mm -hmm. And he was like, he loved it, but at the same time, it was annoying for him because it was just so much quicker. And, you know, he knew everything. He had everything memorized. He he had to sell it to to stop the the (laughs) loop. He just... 
And the guy's like, oh, you beat this? And he's like, yeah. He's like, did you platinum it? And he's like, no, I wanted to save my sanity. <laughs> yeah, because there's a ton of, of uh, mm-hmm. weapons to unlock and, and get infinite ammo for and everything like that. So, yeah, I couldn't exactly. I couldn't imagine platinum, platinuming that game. He came close, but he was like, I, I this is actually he was like, OK, this is actually a problem for me. Mm-hmm. That I will not stop playing this, so yeah. I'm going to sell it. And then he had a couple more games uh, just kicking around here that he was like, you know, I I need to get rid of these games. I enjoyed them, but I'm getting to the point where I'm I'm obsessing over it. Mm-hmm. I'm not enjoying it anymore, and I don't want to play something I'm not enjoying because then you know that defeats the purpose. Yeah. So you know, we had some good games like. Like Red Dead Redemption had to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. it had to go. <laughs> oh yeah, there's a ton and, of that. Yeah, yes. And and he didn't like some of the changes that were being made or something. I I listened, but <laughs> it didn't come up again, so it kind of got deleted from that memory nope, file. I totally sorry. get it. I totally get if it. If you're listening, Thrax, sorry, I don't remember. Um Yeah, I played through but the I'm story. also admitting it. Yeah, I finished the story on that and then I'm like, okay, I'm done. Like there's yeah. so much more to do. I'm like, I, I can't. Yeah. You, there are some games where you just can't. Uh, but after all that, Metroid cost us like $11. Nice. I know. And so he's so excited and his birthday's next week because again, 16 days. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, it was like, well, I guess you did. Because I was like encouraging him to buy it. And he was like, well, I guess that means I'm not getting it for my birthday. I'm like, I flat out told you yesterday I didn't get it for you for your birthday. <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you want the thing, get the thing. Don't don't hope I got it for you yeah. when I told you I didn't. <laughs> yeah, one, that's never a way to live of, like, no. oh, I have the money to spend right now to get the thing. Um, why would someone be encouraging me to get it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I was just like, um, I told you yesterday I didn't get you the thing. No, I'm I'm really yeah. glad that he got it though, because like I said, yeah. it, it's a ton of fun. And I hope he enjoys oh, yeah. it as much as I did. Yeah, he loves Metroid, so you know, he, he's really looking forward to he's hinted he's going to listen to this episode to to get your catch on it, <laughs> to get your take on it. So Cool. Well I'm glad you know, I didn't he, throw any spoilers out there. Nah. You're you're really good about that. We oh, trust you. Thank you. And yeah, that's why I'm like, sorry, baby. Didn't listen. But <laughs> I did listen. It's just it hasn't come up since. So who's going to remember yeah. that? Man, it, it's funny, too, because like I'm I'm tempted to play through it again. But mm-hmm. at the same time, like I can't it like, well, here's the thing. Like, I know I told you a little bit about uh, jumping into Grand Theft Auto Five. Like, mm-hmm. I, I jumped back in a little bit more because I just needed something to play. Because, again, you know, the yeah. place is all covered in boxes and stuff. And, like, I, I know I it's access- a veritable box. <laughs> yes. I need access to my computer. And, you know, I don't exactly need access to the TV. So, yeah, you know, it's like, OK, well, what do I have gaming wise on my computer right now? Grand Theft Auto. OK, I'll jump back in. And again, it's still one of those. I don't like that game but for some reason throw cowboys mm-hmm. in a similar situation 100 mm-hmm. times better 100 times better million times better yeah it's your genre mm-hmm. nobody uh f- doing crime and being mean makes me feel bad yeah. and 
I just, I don't want to be that person in real life. And I understand fantasy gaming. It's about being who you, I can't play Fallout as a bad guy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If I'm being a jerk, it's because you caught me in a mood. Not because this is my whole persona. You know, I can't. I can't play, I can't be mean in a game unless it's like some some jerk you saw kick a puppy mm-hmm. in the last frame. And then it's like, oh, you? No. Death yeah. to the puppy kicker, you know. Well, it's like. That could have been Toby, dude. Yeah. That could have been Toby. No, I get it. No, it's like the only time I ever really went on a rampage in Red Dead is when uh, someone killed Sir Fastington Third. Yes. Yeah. See, That's exactly. what I'm like, you killed my horse. Mm-hmm. Every one of you will be dead now. Yes. That's how it was. And I'm then, going to make you not alive. Yeah. Then they killed me. And guess what? I went back and hunted them down and killed all of them. Uh-huh. Because <laughs> it's like, no, you killed Sir Fastington the Third. Yes. There's no redemption for you. This is Red Dead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is the Red Dead part of the game. <laughs> you get to be Red Dead. I get to be redemption. Exactly. So, yeah, I, I just I can't be a jerk at games. And Grand Theft Auto is kind of a game where you're being a big jerk oh, everywhere. So much so. I mean, yeah, I've watched my family play and they will like steal airplanes and do things. And I'm like, that's yeah. cool. I'm glad this exists for you. Like, but they... like that part of it's fine. But the actual story mm-hmm. stuff, that's where I'm like, yeah, no. I don't need to be this mean. you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm just a wimp. Well, no, because I got to the uh, unlocking the third character for Grand Theft Auto Five. Um, mm-hmm. Lester, I think maybe. I I don't know. I I honestly don't fully remember. But he's like the total like like he uh, makes meth and sells it. He's out in the boonies, and like there's just sections where it's a rampage section and you just kill everybody. I'm like I don't like this. This is not yeah. enjoyable for me. Like so. I'm glad the game this for everyone who yeah. loves it i i really am because not every game needs to be oh for very me. true very true and and i know that this game specifically has a very big following and mm-hmm. i'm so happy for everybody who likes this game but exactly. it's like i could be mean there might be a puppy in there <laughs> now conversely the version of grand theft auto that i will play is saints row like saints row mm-hmm. the third and the fourth because it is the insane crazy stuff that like it it, it's the grand theft auto game that would be in grand theft auto because it takes all that satire and pushes it so much more into the extreme and like craziness Uh, Um, i actually i actually won a copy of this game me too oh wow yeah that's great forever and so i i pop it on i'm like okay let's see what this is about and all of a sudden i'm the president of the united states holding on to a rocket Mm -hmm. and uh, aerosmith's blasting yeah don't want to miss a thing (laughs) this is really funny and then then the next thing i know they're trying to teach me how to drive a car but i can already jump over buildings so i'm like (laughs) i don't want to drive okay i guess i'm driving a car and i suck at it in this game but it doesn't matter because i'm never getting into another car Mm -hmm. yeah see so that game's fun because it's ridiculous yeah grand theft auto 3 is or uh, sorry saints row 3 is more well not real but it's more like like okay it's more like grand theft auto and the fact that there's like a story and it's Mm -hmm. grounded a little bit more but it's still crazy I will tell you off air the sequence that totally epitomizes what Saints Row is. It is not safe for this show at all. Um, 
Okay. Yeah. Just to give you okay. an idea. And if you guys want to know what it is, please tweet at us. And I'm sure Ben will let you know in Twitter because things can be I, said on Twitter. I will probably try to find a clip of this part of the game. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, but that being said, uh, like, yeah, Saints Row 4. Yeah, you're the president and it's all about aliens invading and stuff. And yeah. It, and superpowers. It's freaking fun. It's super fun. Yeah. It's dumb. It's dumb. And so mm-hmm. you're like, heck yeah, I'm the president and I'm going to punch an alien exactly. in the face. Welcome to Earth. Boom. <laughs> yeah. And one of the best things is as you go through and play, you're rescuing people and bring them on your spaceship and you get mm-hmm. romance options with everybody. But it's not a romance. You just kind of hug passionately with every single member of your crew and no one cares because you're not building relationships like so Mass Effect. I was like. I felt so bad because I didn't know these people and they're giving me the most heartfelt goodbyes as I'm climbing up this rocket with that Aerosmith blaring. And they're like, you were always there for me. And and, and I'm like going, man, I don't know who you well, are. That sucks. Well, here's the best part is, is that the person that you met on the mission jumps into and says, hey, I don't really know you, but I guess <laughs> thanks for saving everybody. Yeah, that was that was like, I was like, just when I'm feeling like the lowest scum for not knowing anybody, this guy pops on and goes, hey, we just met. And um, they they handed me the mic. So um, thanks. <laughs> exactly. And I was like, yes. Yes, Billy Bob, you're mm-hmm. my favorite now because exactly. I don't know. And uh, you can have Jennifer Hale as one of the voices for the boss. Yeah. And that's cool. Definitely. Longtime friend of the show. <laughs> i wish did i ever tell you me and my son minion too we watched this guy restore paintings on youtube yeah i think so and he's so sassy but my son has built this head cannon that he's listening to box fort the entire time <laughs> like he's like oh yeah he's like because he'll mention yeah so i listen to some podcasts he's like Shout out to Box Fort. <laughs> <laughs> Again, love your song. Or if we, if we haven't made an episode in a while, he's like, man, that's why there hasn't been a new restoration <laughs> video out in so long is because there's no Box Fort to listen. He's like, yeah. you need to get on that. And then, then after we release a show, sure enough, that guy will pop up. <laughs> And he's like, see, see, he cannot work without box for it. You know what? Uh, thanks for uh, restoring paintings. Yeah, yeah. Salute you. Definitely. Never forgive him for making me watch like an hour of him building a table and congratulating himself on building a table. But hey, I was bamboozled into watching that. I was so mad. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. I was bamboozled. But anyway, yeah. So, Metroid. Yeah. Metroid, good game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a great episode. You can this tell that like we, the best. You can tell we haven't talked to each other in a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because we're going everywhere. Yeah. We're going everywhere uh, tonight. I of, love it. Speaking of going everywhere, what else have mm-hmm. you been doing? Well, I went to my sister-in-law's this weekend. Very cool. And we we did a video, or not a video game, uh, a board game-a-thon, which 
okay, so we're all vaccinated and we don't get out much and she's va- they they over there are vaccinated mm-hmm. and you know, but we can't go over there like every other weekend. Yeah. Of so course. we haven't been there in a while and so it was like trying to play a game but not really playing games. <laughs> Just telling <laughs> stories like this. So we played some Machi Koro, which is a fun game. It's a card game. We, we mostly play card games, but Machi Koro is fun. You are, are building up a city and basically you're against everybody else and you got to build up your city first. Oh. And you buy all these resources to help you build your city faster. And it's really cute and adorable. And we always lose because she plays it all the time and we don't. Gotcha. I have the best sister-in-law for that. And then we were playing another game called, uh, me and her, it's just a two-player game called uh, Jiper, where you're like a trader. And it's trader really cool. Trader with a it's D got... or with an, uh, a T-O-R? Uh, D, trader. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's got this really great art on the cards. They're really pretty. And it's all like um, Middle Eastern or even from India and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like, you trade in three golds to get three, three. You trade in three cards to get um, three coins, and whoever has the most coins at the end. But if you do three or more, you get bonus coins and everything. Mm. So we're and you've got to try and make it so like you want your opponent to repopulate the cards. So that way you get first dibs. And so it's like a lot of strategic thinking and trying to back yeah. each other into corners and stuff. And it was it was really cool. And I actually beat her in one of the two out of threes. So because all the games are best of three. And so, yeah, I mean, she she kicked my butt the other two rounds we played, you know, for supreme bragging rights over the universe. But for a first time playing, I felt pretty good. Very cool. Yeah, you know what? I have not heard of either of those games, so that is very cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Machi Koro is really cute. I really enjoy. We really enjoy it. Uh, it- it's fun. Like you know, oh, I've unlocked amusement park. Ha ha ha! Because of my fishing boats, and you know, you're getting you get money every turn from like you roll dice, and whatever number comes up activates whatever cards you have gotcha. for resources. Okay, so okay. it's just really fun and. I mean, if you lived closer, we'd play it. Well, good. Yes, so you need to come visit. Have you ever played Spoons? Um, As a musical instrument? Okay, or... so um, apparently, I don't know if this is like big in the, the northeast or something of the country, but it's something that my, my dad played in like college a whole ton. And then mm-hmm. I guess his family... Well, I get my family, I guess, uh, did it a whole ton, everything as well. I don't remember the exact premise of the card portion of it. But the idea is, is like, so if you have four people playing, you put three spoons on the table. And mm-hmm. um, everybody has cards. And what you're trying to do is, I I, I want to say you're trying to clear your hand, but I don't, I, again, I don't really remember. I've only played like once or twice. And this was about a year and a half ago or so. Yeah. So anyways. So once you clear your hand, basically you, the the whole point isn't clearing your hand. The point is to grab a spoon. But the thing is is that the first or the the first time that anybody can clear the spoon or grab a spoon is when you, um, you like someone clears their hand or whatever. We're just going to say that's what it is because I don't remember what it is. But as soon as the person like puts their, their hand down and they go for a spoon, everybody dives for a spoon. And if you don't have one, you lose. 
and it 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 gets violent because <laughs> you're okay. you're just like j- jumping in trying to get in and and everything like you, you hit your hand on the table um you you you're <laughs> finding someone else for a spoon i i am not doing this justice as to like the brutality no, of this. this I, is like i understand the brutality this of is like saying. dropping a cow in the raptor pen in jurassic park mm-hmm. you know, trying to grab a spoon and for some reason it just popped into my head and it was something that we had a ton of fun with uh when uh-huh. my dad was oh, visiting sure. one time yeah yeah just a lot of fun so so that reminds me of like this weird taco cat game she has mm-hmm. and my husband definitely dislocated his sister's finger grabbing for cards. Oh wow. In a very similar game. It it's ins- you what you know what you all have to do is slam your hands in the middle and the one the last one to do it is the loser. But of course, I'm medicated, so I'm just watching everybody slam their hands going <laughs> neat. Right? Cuz I just these weekends are really hard on me. Yeah. And so everybody's like, no, you need to. But I was watching my husband go full force and I was like, I don't want in on that. <laughs> <laughs> and he he bent her finger back and it swelled up oh. and it was, oh, it was awful. And yeah, it took a few weeks for it to heal. So now I'm like, I'm never playing that game again. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> it's cool until you're, yeah, you're well, the yeah, one until your finger bent back exactly. and then you're like, oh. It's just like, you know, it's all fun and games until someone loses an eye. Like, exactly. Yeah. yeah. But he's like, he goes for blood in these things. And then you <laughs> add alcohol in the mix because you can't have a board gaming party without a little alcohol. Right. Mm-hmm. And oh, my God. And then it's like it's it's a death match, instantly death match. And I'm like, I'm watching yeah and they're like no no you need it because you gotta like knock certain ways when certain animal cards come up and yep. stuff in the game. and yeah it's like goat taco cat whatever and it's just basically it's a way to hit each other over cards <laughs> <laughs> nice. so I, I may not have played your spoon game but i've played similar games and i'm mm-hmm. just like yep you guys are going real hard yeah and they're like, you need to slam your hands. I'm like, I don't want in on that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want in on that. Oh, man. I don't remember. Did I tell you about um, the Jurassic Park game that we played for my sister's birthday? No. Okay. No, I have not heard. And I'm sure our, even if you told me, our listeners may have never heard this That's story. True. That's so true. I'm, I am eager to know about this. Did you like have to reenact it? Because that would be brilliant. No, no. It's not that kind of game. No, it needs to be a reenactment. I need to see you say, you know, all the cool lines. Well, we did that anyway. But, yeah. Um, no, it was a, a board game that uh, Nevermore and I had gotten my sister for Christmas. Except the pandemic hit. Obviously didn't get together for board game night or day or anything uh, and stuff. Then finally, you know, year passed. Her birthday comes around and uh, it ended up being uh, me, my mom, my dad, my sister. And I think it was just the four of us because Nevermore was uh, taking care of her grandma uh, that weekend. And it is a ton of fun. So basically mm-hmm. one person is the dinosaurs. Ra- oh, oh, like me in D&D. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you play as a raptor, a T-Rex, and a Dilophosaurus. Um, now, the dinosaurs, on their turn, each of them gets to move, or you know, they each do one thing or, or whatever. Meanwhile, mm. everybody else is the the people from, you know, from the movie. 
so I think I started off as Timmy. Um, my dad started off as, uh, what is it? I want to say it's Nedry, but I'm, no, no, no. My dad started off as Hammond, as John Hammond. Yeah, there and we then, go. And uh, then my mom started off, I want to say maybe as Lex. No, I, that's right. Mm-hmm. I, did, I didn't start off as Timmy. I started off as Ian Malcolm. That's what it was. Um, huh. Now, the thing is, is the, the people have a specific scenario that they need to accomplish. Um, and then they could like uh, once you turn on like the 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 power, the something else and like the command center or whatever, like uh, and you've accomplished your thing, you can get to the helipad and escape. And you need to have three people escape before the dinosaurs eat three people or something like that. I forget exactly yeah, the exact yeah, numbers. Yeah, something like that. And the thing is, is if your person gets killed, you can just grab another character and start playing them. That's why I mm-hmm. I, I, I played Timmy as well. He was my second character. So <gasps> And died. Yeah, I did. The thing is, is that John Hammond cannot leave the island if anybody dies. Oh, no. And Malcolm be a died. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So there's just a whole bunch of like kind of strategy going on and it seemed like we were totally going to win. And then the first death happened. And then at that point, there's no way that my dad could leave because Mm -hmm. someone had died. So therefore he needs to either sacrifice himself or because you can do that. You can totally just like kind of give your person up and then start someone else or try to placate and play around and, and distract long enough and like try to run interference, but you know, he got killed mm-hmm. too. So then we're getting super close to being able to, to, to do it. And then boom, like uh, I think Lex got killed at that point. And then my sister yeah. won and stuff. And it's a really cool way that, that uh, the, the whole system kind of plays out and how it works. And that it's actually very deep. balanced too, surprisingly. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. And then after my parents left, uh, my sister and I just played uh, just the two of us. I was the dinosaur. She was the people. And I totally destroyed her because I saw how she was playing the first time. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm going to totally strategize my place and uh, figure this out and and mm-hmm. you know block the ways that I can stuff. And yeah, it's really cool, very cool game. It's uh, that sounds like a fun game. Yeah, I love board games. Made by like, uh, Ravensburger, so you know that that company that's yeah. starting to make everything these th- it seems. Yeah, but uh, yeah, lots of fun. So yeah, definitely try it out if you ever get a chance. It's a if I get a game. chance to. Yes, maybe when I drive up to your place, I'll hang cool. out with your sister. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. But uh, anyways, um, gosh, we've talked about a bunch of stuff, jumped around a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else you want to talk about? I mean, I can talk about everything for the rest of the night, Ben. <laughs> I know. D- I definitely can, too. <laughs> um, anything specific that you want to talk about, though, before uh, we kind of close off? Oh, yeah. I read a book. Ooh, what um, would you read? Okay, so uh, I read, Disney's been publishing a lot of books lately, and there's two series that I've really been enjoying, and one of them is the Villain series, and what it is is this, this it's the stories from the villains' perspectives. Oh, that's right. But these three witches are constantly messing with them and basically forcing them to be evil. Oh. And, um, yeah, they're, it's like the these three witches have really good intentions. Like they go in, like we're going to help because the fairies won't help anybody who Mm -hmm. isn't destined to be royalty 
or is royalty. They gotcha. will, they have nothing. The fairies, the good fairies, flora, fauna, the blue fairy. Yeah. The blue fairy. Um, and then the, um, the Cinderella fairy, they won't help anybody who isn't destined to become royalty or not. So these witches step in all the time. And they're like those people who they really mean well, but they're insane. And, <laughs> yeah. Everything they do just turns to crap because they're insane. Yeah. Yeah. No, so, I get it. It's like, okay, I'm totally going to help this person out by um, breaking their legs so that they are able yeah. to watch the TV show that they want to see or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Something like really dumb like that. And you're like, oh, I can tell you had good intentions. So uh, the latest book came out and it's uh, Cinderella, Lady Tremaine. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. It already started off with a bang where you're like, oh, wait, this isn't good with Snow White. She's one of the oldest princesses. And uh, it was Snow White's stepmother came in and she's like, oh, my poor little baby here. She her mother died. I am going to honor her mother and raise her upright and maybe have more kids with this wonderful man that I've married. (laughs) And, you know. But then her abusive father was actually put into the magic mirror. And that's what twisted her so bad is because she was constantly going for this guy's approval. And then at the end of that story, she got put in the magic mirror. Oh, dang. Yeah. Yeah. Because the three witches popped in and were like, hey, your father was an abusive twit. Here's a gift for you. It's him. His immortal soul in a mirror for you to torture forever. And he ended up manipulating and torturing her because that's what he was good at gosh who'd have thought right exactly and you know she she honestly in the story she honestly started by loving snow white and and but these witches came in so i already knew there was going to be something with lady tremaine that's not what it seems and it totally was turned out cinderella's father in the story was an abusive asshole oh and he doted on his daughter oh doted on his daughter but he brought a fine lady into his home and told her no you're doing all the cooking and the cleaning and everything and Mm -hmm. you're not allowed to hire servants because all your money is my money now yeah and she was already a widow and living on her own means but you know he found her found she had a lot of money he had a lot of debts and was like okay brought her there and he he just he was a monster, but he was always good to Snow White, so she didn't see it. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. But, oh, like, man. when the first thing Cinderella says to Lady Tremaine is, no, I will not call you mother because my father told me not to. You can never be my mother. And she's a small child. She doesn't understand, but she was really hurting her. Mm-hmm. And then... Whenever she's, you know, when she was moving in and stuff, she's like, how do you like my mother's home? My father says this will always be my mother's home, not yours. Oh, my and gosh. Just, and, and it's like the poor woman. She's like, I under inside. She's like going, I can't lose my patience because this is just a little girl speaking her truth. Yeah. And In this her is understanding of the world. Been, yeah. This is what she's always been told. But then one night, she 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 just she she had had enough. She was going home. She was packing the girls. Unclear if taking Cinderella too or not. Mm-hmm. 
Probably not, though, because she wouldn't have a legal leg to stand on. Yeah. She's going to pack her girls. She's going to take them back where she came from. Like, this is, it's just too much. It's too much. He's too abusive. He's too much a monster. Yeah. Cinderella tells on her. Tells her father. Oh. She gets beaten and locked in a room. Oh, that's no good. Mm-hmm. And that's when she started disliking Cinderella. Yeah. Like, and, and so the entire time I'm reading, I'm like, this poor woman. This poor woman. And then, then of course, you know, the, the three witches came in. She she was writing to her friends back home saying, please send me money. I need to get out of here. Uh, I need to get my daughters out of here. They're being abused. I'm being abused. This just isn't what I thought it'd be. But the witches kept taking her letters because they wanted to be the one to save her. <laughs> oh, jeez, those witches suck. Yeah, they do suck. So they kept taking her letters. And then one of the a good fairy was actually pretending to be the nanny. Mm-hmm. And then she got sucked back into fairy world because she dared interfere and not to protect the future princess. Yeah, makes sense. And then the other one was another witch, the the only other servant she had, and they all left in one night, and she was left on her own. No magic person would help her at all, and she was just... And then when, when her husband died, he left her penniless. She had so much money, and he spent it all. She couldn't go back home. She couldn't feed the kids. She couldn't anything. That and she might have been able, isn't it? And she went insane. She went insane from that. And because the witches and their interference and the fairies and wouldn't help her. Mm-hmm. And she was basically told to her face that you, she thought, as everybody does, you're the hero in your own story. Yeah. You're not. You're the villain in someone else's. And that's all you are. That's what the good fairies told her. What do you do with that? What do you do with that? Well, <laughs> you find your variant self who's trying to overthrow the TVA and mm-hmm. uh... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but yeah, she was told her her life, her dreams, yeah. nothing she was mattered because she wasn't important enough to matter even in her own life. Yeah. And oh my god, I was just these stories are really good. I really mm-hmm. like them. But, oh, yeah. She didn't even really hate Cinderella. She hated her, the father. But then when Cinderella, even she was just a little kid, she didn't know she was doing wrong. But when she ratted her out for trying to escape with her daughters, that was just it. Mm-hmm. That was all she wrote. She never forgave the small child for that. And yeah. even the sisters later were like, you know... We were just too young. We didn't know we were being mean and cruel. Like. Mm -hmm. And especially if the mother is kind of, you know, showing that. Yeah. Well, she she didn't have great love for her after she tried so hard at first, which is it's really tragic in all these stories because you see the stepmothers and, and the villains really trying but then these these witches come in and interfere and think they're helping mm-hmm. and they're not and then boom everything they'll like they're insane so they'll like forget they made you a promise they'll forget to come back to help you or they're emotionally unstable and unable to be relied on yeah 
I mean, after all those magic people abandoned her in one night, she's like, I'm not calling on no witches. What are you even talking <laughs> exactly. about? They're like, call us if you ever need help. And she was left alone. And it was so different from when, like, oh, it's just such a good book. It was such a good book. I read it. I enjoyed it. It's called um, Tr- Lady Tremaine. And cool. it's by Serena Valentino. And yeah, I just ate it up. It was so I could talk about it for much longer, but I already feel like I'm talking too much about it. I went off on Metroid Dread for quite a while and have <laughs> steered this boat through so many different side channels that you're fine. Yeah. Um, so the thing is, is like the stories seem really compelling and I do like them. And I like that they're they're different and mm-hmm. like a different kind of view. The, yeah. The things that I I'm gosh, what's the best way to put this? It's like I can see where to appreciate them. The, mm-hmm. the things that are similar to this that I don't really appreciate are like I, and I know that you you've already read a bunch of the different stories about a bunch of the different villains and stuff, but like the Maleficent movie, how it's turning her into like a very, you know, um relatable character and stuff, whereas in the Sleeping Beauty animated movie, like she's evil upon evil and is like this really great villain. But then like the live action movie like just takes that bite out of her so much. That mm-hmm. like I don't appreciate that aspect of it, and, yeah. And then the the same thing with um uh like now mind you I haven't watched this because I just don't have an interest in it. Um, but the Cruella movie, I didn't see it. No either. matter what happens, she still wants to skin puppies. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You can't girl boss your way around that. Yeah, like, like that's what that's what Minion Two keeps saying about that movie. Is like you can't girl boss your way. Out of the fact that she wants to murder and skin a bunch of baby animals. And spoilers for this. I'm sorry if I'm spoiling this for you, but apparently uh, Cruella's mom is killed by Dalmatians. Like she's knocked off of a a, a cliff or something. That's in a trailer. Yeah, she's standing on a cliff and these dogs, (laughs) they come barreling out of like the house, like through all these obstacles just to bounce her off the dang cliffside. And I'm like... Like, what did she really? do to those dogs? Really? Do we need that? <laughs> yeah. No, no. But uh, in the story, they do have a Maleficent story, and it's really interesting. So the fairies, uh, I probably don't need to really spell this out, but they're very classist. Oh, really? Yeah, Who they're very classist. Maleficent was a fairy, mm-hmm. but she was born in the wrong place, like, like the wrong side of the tracks. Yeah. And... um. So the Cinderella's fairy is actually the one in charge of the fairylands, and she has an older sister. Her older sister took in the baby Maleficent and raised her as her own child. Mm. But the fairies were so against Maleficent and her brand. Like, she was in fairy godmother training. When she was presented with her big final exam, it was to go to Snow White. And she, uh, Maleficent zeroed in on the fact that something was wrong with the stepmother. And was like, we need to help her, not her. The little girl will be fine if we help her mother. Yeah. And the fairies failed her for that. And they banished her and they killed her her pet crow and stuff. And they drove her insane, basically, to where she became the big Maleficent evil. Yeah. As portrayed in the movies. And that could have all been avoided with a little kindness, which they would not show this little girl who was born in the wrong place, in the wrong way. Yeah. And so, Whereas in the the movie, like yeah. 
um, Sleeping Beauty's dad like had a romance with her and then ripped her wings off and stuff. I'm just like, what? Yeah, yeah. Which was an allegory for a horrible crime. Yes. And yeah. So, um, yeah. But the one thing that movie did do that I really appreciate it. Okay. So if you watch the Disney movie and everything, you see those three flighty ladies unable to bake a cake. And you're like, how? This is her 16th cake. <laughs> yes. How do you not know how to cook or make anything? And one thing I like from that movie is you saw that it was actually Male- Maleficent kept her alive. Because she wanted her evil plans to come to fruition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then she grew fond of the baby and the little thing and ended up being her real surrogate mother. But I was always wondering, you know, how? <laughs> exactly. How? How did they keep a baby? I mean, an infant needs so much. You know. It needs so much. You know, the entire time it was Meriwether taking care of her. The entire time. Flora and Fauna, books? not so much. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in these books, Meriwether is the real of the group. So <laughs> Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> yeah. She's she's the take charge leader and the other two just follow her. And I'm like, okay, I know this is just a book series, but this version of you, I don't like this version of you. This version of you needs to go. Mm-hmm. But yeah, definitely Meriwether was the one taking care of her. Yeah, because she was she totally was- crapped on by Flora. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, and Fauna's just yeah, happy. Fauna yeah, and... is just the kindly grandmother type <laughs> yeah, who's exactly. not really paying attention, is off <laughs> in her own world. You know she doesn't have Alzheimer's, but you still got to check because yeah. it's getting a little close. Let's see. Cups, 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 cups. Yeah. Let's see. And add three tisps. What's a tisp? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's her 16th cake. <laughs> well, who says that they've actually ever made a cake before for any of the other birthdays? Fair, valid, but that's pretty crummy. And, okay, you want to speak about crummy? Um, I totally, (laughs) this is so horribly bad, but I totally fixed, like, the tangled, uh, you know, mythos. Mm -hmm. Hey, Mother Gothel, never celebrate a birthday. Right? Done. (laughs) Or, yeah, she didn't even have to know birthday was a real thing. She had three books. What are the odds those three Mm -hmm. books mentioned her birthday? One of them is party planning for birthdays. That's one of the books, apparently. It must be. It must be. But yeah, no. I I totally agreed. Don't even make a calendar. Yeah. (laughs) Like, she doesn't need to know that it's the same day every year. It's like, no. Kind of figured out. She did study astronomy because all she had to do was look up. Yeah, but that the thing I, is, I get it. You can do astronomy without actually like having a set calendar in place. The, the the weather changes and and yeah. solstices and stuff. They're gonna, but yeah, she didn't have to know people mark days of the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like oh, that the season's changing. There you go. That's all well, that matters. I mean, if you gotta have birthdays, at least put her birthday like six months away yes. from that stupid thing. Yeah, how about the day I kidnapped you as opposed to your actual birthday? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Like for being as manipulative and as good as she was at keeping her gaslit, Mother yeah. Gothel was also an idiot. You are this kid's entire world. Yeah, I think she was just too self-absorbed to realize that, you know, she'd get a personality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. Although, you know, I will say something that I love about that movie is just if you really pay attention, mm-hmm. Mother Gothel 
only cares i mean obviously she only cares about the hair but that's what she's kissing that's what she's yeah. saying yeah you know with with the nickname of flower like everything mm-hmm. is just oh it's entirely everything's about, about that yeah mm-hmm. and and yeah and it's really interesting because uh finn whenever he kisses her he brushes her hair out of the way yep so it's it's really adorable and i love it but yeah why even have birth you know what it was <laughs> Mother Gotham wanted to celebrate her birthday. That's what it boils down to. I, you know what? Her you got to be birthday. right. It's it. She had it's her my own 927th birthday. birthday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she was like, "Well, when's my birthday?" And she, she's like, it's "And she probably just day. threw the day out, ca- not even yeah. thinking about it. Oh yeah, not even thinking about it. But yeah, they they do this thing for the Lost Princess every freaking year on the Lost Princess's birthday. I'm really shocked <laughs> she didn't put it together sooner." But again, like you said, her whole world mm-hmm. in that tower. Yeah. She could have never known. But no, I think Mother Gotham wanted to celebrate you, her own birthday. You are 100% right. That has got to mm-hmm. be it. Oh, man. Okay. We have finally figured out the, the main flaw in, in Tangled. Yeah. Why Why is this even a thing? Because Mother Gothel's selfish and wanted to celebrate her own birthday and make, mm-hmm. you know, have her daughter fall all over her, praising her. And then was like, yeah, yours isn't that important. We went to bed early. Because <laughs> when she was a kid, she was sneaking out of bed. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I really like that one. That's a good one. Yeah, I like it too. Um, I really feel like it was overlooked by, or uh, because people liked Frozen so much, they really overlooked that one. Yeah. And that's a real shame. Yeah, it, it's funny too, because uh, Nevermore and I didn't see that in the theater. And, you know, usually we go see everything in the theater. And mm-hmm. then we just heard good things about it. And then randomly it was at Target. And, you know, the week that any movie comes out, it's always cheaper. So it's like, okay, yeah. well, time to get yeah. it. And we got it, went home, watched it. And we're both like, why didn't we see this in the theater? It was so good. <laughs> Beating each other with freaking frying pans was the best. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. So anyways, uh, yeah. Lady Tremaine, the book. <laughs> Lady book it's really good it's uh it's deep in the series but honestly you could pick this one as up as a standalone and totally follow the plot um the three sisters you know they're they're prevalent but you don't need to know how they're messing with everybody else during this time exactly it's just you know the maleficent book really ties up all the previous books and all the insanity going in there Mm because it was it was a lot so Pick up Lady Tremaine, and if you like it, start from the beginning mm-hmm. and go on through. Yeah. Yeah, they're good books. Like, I'm really glad Disney's making them. They also have another series called Twisted Tales, and that's a bunch of what-ifs. Like, um, you know, what if Belle's mother was the Enchantress? Mm-hmm. Or uh, what if uh, Jafar never found Aladdin to go into the cave? Ooh. Um, you know, it, it's just various. And it's really funny because in in each of these series, no matter what, you're going to hit a point where they're quoting the movies and mm-hmm. you're like, I know this part. <laughs> I understood that <laughs> reference. Yes. And it, it's really cool. But I I'm really enjoy the Twisted Tales for what they are. And I really enjoy this series because, you know, I like to see things from different perspectives. Yeah. And you, you get to know that, no, these... These ladies were once, you know, fully actualized people. Mm-hmm. And it's just fate, circumstances, and a lot of people not caring. 
That's all. The only difference it, it is between Cinderella and you know Drizilla. And that's freaking life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So you know some of them. Oh, some of them are really tough reads, but. Well, good. Yeah. But I enjoy Disney properties, and if you do too, look up either series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, as much as I have had a ton of fun talking to you, unfortunately, it is time to go. Yeah, you got to pack more. <laughs> I know. Like... <laughs> well, good news is next time we record, in theory, I should be in the uh, new apartment with. Uh, I can't wait. We're going to call it the and... new studio. Oh, nice. And I know we'll at least hopefully have a D&D game under our belts because uh, the game's on hiatus now. Yeah. But I, it's I'm, okay. I, I'm hoping for the Saturday after the move, but I can't guarantee that because that's the last day that we have old apartment. So if we're still mm-hmm. like cleaning and stuff, then probably the week after that. Yeah. Which, yeah, it's... In, in all honesty, it's probably going to be the week after that. Yeah, probably. I mean... I'm not I'm not the type of person you said. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Which I'm so so appreciative of. Yeah. So anyways, um it has been like I said, a pleasure talking to you. Let's pull up those mm-hmm. gates. And uh hey, guess what? If you want to talk to us about uh, some of the stuff that we have uh you know mentioned or uh you know you want to get some more recommendations of different random things from us, hey, hit us up on Twitter. We are at Boxfort Show. Uh, mm-hmm. you know it's where we tweet out when we have new episodes and you know we randomly talk about different things and stuff now and then um also on top of that too if you want to send us something in long form you can always email us send that to boxfortshow at gmail.com that's where we have all of our email and uh we will read what you say and possibly respond it goes to our phones you can also find us on Twitter in our um, own handles. Ben is at Ben Bumhofer because mm-hmm. that's his real name and he's not afraid of having that out there. And I'm at Eludra's Pets because uh, I'm not doing that. <laughs> you know, when you say it like that, that definitely makes me freak out. But thanks for that. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. I-, I meant it like, wow, Ben, you're so brave. No, it's more like I'm so insignificant that it doesn't matter, so it works. You're not insignificant to me. I know, and that's what matters. Um, But anyways, if you like this episode, uh, like we said, we jumped around a whole lot and everything, but guess what? There's a bunch more episodes you can check out, uh, find out things that we're doing, things that we're interested in, and uh, just, you know, talking, laughing, and having a good time. So uh, check that out on BoxFortShow.com or on anywhere uh, that you find your podcast of choice. Yes, definitely. Wherever you found us here, we yep. exist. Exactly. Um. So, Ben, geez, that's it. It's the last box fort in your old apartment. Yay! I know, but it's also like the end of an era, because I met you with this view. Did well, you? I mean... No, I think... We... Mm. I don't know. We've been in this one for quite a while. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. Mm-hmm. I mean, I met you, met you at Nerdtastic. Well, yeah, but, but I think, but, I think, yeah, this is this is where you live, man. No, no, I lived in the other apartment beforehand because I remember there was a Nerdtastic that took place that I didn't go to, and we moved into this apartment. Mm. And I met you before that. That was, yeah, no. I think. Eh, whatever. Doesn't matter. Whatever. We're, whatever. We're, it really doesn't matter. You know how you get hung up on something now and then? Yeah, it's just exactly. Like, what? 
Yeah, this is our what moment. Okay, so doesn't truly matter, but Ben, it is the end of an era. Yes, and moving on and forward to something better. Yes, and I really, truly hope that this is a good place and a great move for you guys and all the happiness in the world. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate oh, that. And I cannot wait to see you settled and happy because um, part of me is selfish and wants to play D&D again. I am so, also selfish and want to play D&D again as well. Yeah, so, I mean, not even going to pretend. Yeah, I want to play D&D with Ben. Yeah, because it's fun. Mm-hmm. So, hey, everybody. Until next time, be good to each other. Thanks for listening.